One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Hey, witch, it's Rach. You've really gotten to know me and I want to get to know you. Enroll in my virtual self-love course, learn to fucking love yourself, and we'll connect one-on-one in your complimentary coaching call. Learn to Fly is a crash course that'll heal your entire internal world. It covers inner child work, cord cutting out the bullshit from your life, Marie condoing your mind, and tactical exercises that will teach you how to enjoy being you. Read the stellar reviews and enroll at rachellaforest.com slash learn to fly. Let's get high on self-love, baby. What is up, witches? Happy Witchy Wednesday. It's Leah Knauer. And Rachel LaForest. And we have a pro-witch through and through, Captolia, the digital witch. Mm -hmm. We get down to business, talking about branding and marketing and empowering yourself through business and creativity. A great conversation. We already know you're going to love it. Um, we love all of you so, so much. We've been reading your messages. Yeah. We just love you. And we really <laughs> love connecting with you on our Patreon. And a fun little perk of being a part of the Patreon is sometimes you get a shout out and a special reading on the pod. So this is for Katie. Katie, you mm. know who you are? Um, gonna pull a card for you. Mm. Oh, number 73, restlessness. Ooh, has a bunch of eyes on it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten individual eyes, and then there's a clock with a bunch of numbers. So maybe you've been feeling really restless and tired and jumbled. And this is a good time to let that go and embrace softness, mm-hmm. actually, which is what we talk about on the episode. In this too. episode, yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to chat with you more, Katie, and find out how that resonated whenever you hear this. Ooh, so cool that this is coming to you digitally across all time, no boundaries. And there's more where that comes from with the digital witch. Yes. And if you want to connect with us digitally, go to our Instagram at Basic Witches. There's a link there to join our Patreon, to buy some merch, to connect with us, enter our courses. Um, And yeah, we love you all so much. And we know you're going to love this episode. So let's get down to business with Captolia. So we're in shadow retrograde currently. Yeah, so so. I'm looking it up. Mercury goes retrograde on January 30th. So we're in like shadow, mer- shadow retrograde. So I feel uh-huh. like we'll, we're just starting to see some of those weird um, <laughs> techie kind of things happen. Oh, like, yeah. Well, I know Leah and I are both watching Surviving Death. 
Have you been watching it, Capsulia? No, I haven't, but I do absolutely love Lauren, who um she's the like the medium on Surviving mm-hmm. Death. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, just the I don't know, technology and spirits interacting and like how it seems like there's certain technologies that they can manipulate mm. and like cosmos manipulating technologies like mercury retrograde it's also do you think my my zoom wasn't working because of spirit yeah yes (laughs) or or the retrograde (laughs) oh I was just so one of my clients they are they're called the Eckharts they are occultists they do they host seances they do a lot of really really cool stuff and we were live on insta the other day talking about poltergeists and poltergeists tend to take the, like, they are ones who can, like, affect technology a lot. Like, mm. flickering, shit not working. That's often a poltergeist, which is, like, mm. a energetic manifestation of, like, an energy, like, something that happens. So a lot of, like, kids who maybe mm-hmm. experience trauma at home, abuse, like, it manifests into, like, a poltergeist spirit that can cool. then really affect technology and, and things like that. Yeah. I, I had no idea about this, but I, when I learned about it, I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, I feel like I have totally seen a poltergeist or like, oh, been, you know, well, I like just it. moved in the, into this place. So I hope there's not a poltergeist yet. Like let me live <laughs> by myself for a little bit. <laughs> well, that's kind of the funny thing too, is like, you don't have to like get rid of the spirit, like with this particular client like they'll help you just make a connection or like form whatever type of relationship you want to have with the spirit of this of this place doesn't mean you're gonna like use you know dragon's blood sage and like get rid of everything maybe you just want to like know what's up with it and and Mm. and like be like okay you're living here I'm living here (laughs) we're we're living together now (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's just like any roommate you just want harmony (laughs) (laughs) right just gotta make it work. I wish my ghost would do the dishes. That would be nice. Ah, yeah. You always want that, Leah. <laughs> hey, Take Rumi. out the trash. <laughs> like at least split the rent. Like, exactly. Uh-huh. So let's get down to business. Quite literally, we got the yeah. digital witch in the house. Yeah. Why are you the digital witch? What makes you the digital witch? <laughs> sure. The digital so witch. the digital bitch. So it's pretty, it's funny. Like when I started my business, I was like, okay, I'm a witch and I am a marketing strategist, brand strategist. Um, it just kind of just like came to me in a dream. Honestly, I was just like, oh, the digital way makes so much sense. I had been toying around with like marketing goddess, like the the brand goddess, like all these different kind of like, I don't know, like femme magical names and none of them really stuck. And the digital witch was just like, oh yeah, that is just so who I am. I I have I have been on the fucking internet, you know, since the beginning I'm just I'm like OG internet girl like was obsessed with neopets obsessed with like (laughs) early early days internet like dolls all these things I had a email list like when I was 11 years old I had this email that I would send out to people it was called the underworld which is also so funny now that I so 11 because I am a fucking Akati like 
devotee. So just like the underworld shit is just so weird. But the underworld is this weird email I would put together and I would promote it in chat rooms and be like, I send out emails and I would like make a doll of the month, just like the little like internet dolls you could create. And it would be like my little emo girl poetry. I would like write about music, all this stuff. And Um, yeah, I did that for like a year. And then I think I got grounded from the computer and (laughs) and then it went away. (laughs) Put a dent in the biz. Yeah. 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 It's just so funny. I've always just loved like internet aesthetic design. Like I loved even at that age, getting to like recreate what my world looked like. Like Mm. I'm from like such serious poverty. I can't even believe that I got, I ever had a computer, but my world like around me in the material realm was like scary and, and not fun. And then I got into the internet and I could like create an entire universe Mm-hmm. that was something different and it was something magical and I could be someone else or be myself just in in a new space with with new people and that kind of yeah has just really pushed me through and kept me through my internet community has just always been so special to me and I have friends from like live journal that we still are connected and <laughs> it's like 16 years later like oh my you know, 15 years Listen, like since I was like I 12. loved Zanga like that's how I learned coding yeah yeah and my yeah. space Zanga. like I didn't even know that I was doing coding at the time but I was yeah, yeah. how to yeah. figure out to make a font cooler and mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah yeah play a song on your page yeah so I was yeah. always on live journal just like making like an aesthetic Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even realize then, like, I was like, yeah, building brand aesthetic and building, like, worlds, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. things, which is like the foundation of what I do with my clients is like, from the inside out, really like alchemize their brands and and turn it into a whole fucking vibe, like a whole energy, like, that's just more authentic, more fun, more magical. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So how have you seen the internet change being that you've been so in it this whole time? Yeah, it's, it's funny because now it's like, we don't ever log off, right? Like (laughs) there's no, like it used to be like, oh my God, I'm going online. I'm going Mm -hmm. online. I'm going to like, you know, get that like dopamine spike when the AOL Mm. sound like you've got mail. (laughs) Like, you know, it used to be this like really exciting, exciting place that you would go to. And now it's kind of just like everything. Mm. I almost have to like, just, I have to log out. Like I just got an alarm clock. So I won't have my phone in my, in my Mm. bedroom with me anymore at nighttime. Like, (laughs) I know it's screen so time, quote, screen time is now like such a commonly used phrase. And that was not a phrase before. Yeah, we have new vernacular that like literally implies how much time we spend in front of screens nowadays. Yeah, yeah well, crazy. But you are the digital witch. So like, do you have concerns about digital? Like, or are you all in? <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much all in. I think that it, I feel like the internet is like a very mystical portal of like everything. 
I have made Mm. so many friends and connections and it is, and it's a liminal space. Like the internet is, you know, we're not physically together right now, Mm. but we are existing in a liminal, in a liminal space. And we we literally found each other through the internet too. Exactly. Yeah. And what does liminal mean? It's just like a space that is an in-between. So I worship Akati, some is that of, another pronunciation for Hecate? Is that the same? Yeah, okay, yes, awesome. yes, yes. Um, yes. my roommate is Greek, and her mother kind of just explained to us she was like, It's not Hecate, it's not mm. Hecate, it's Akati. Akati, yeah. okay, oh, Akati. thank yes. you. I'm gonna start pronouncing it that way. So she's the goddess of the crossroads of liminal spaces, it's like those spaces before you enter another place right it's Mm -hmm. like the the three-way the three-way crossroads it's like which way are you gonna go Mm. but you're you're in the space that's in between it that's kind of where I feel like we are when we're on the internet we're on this liminal space that we're not quite here not quite there but we're somewhere and I feel like it's not real life it's not real life but it does affect real life the same way that like we learned from the social social dilemma dilemma, how like that changes our behavior and our way of thinking so but how is it not our real life Leah (laughs) I want you to elaborate because it's interesting because when you are not near a phone and you just go outside and walk I think that's real life that's the Mm. 3d but um it's like but it's our our consciousness yeah yeah (laughs) it freaks me out sometimes (laughs) I like, I have concerns. Have you seen the show upload? Ah, okay. So good. So good. So good. You would like it if you're into digital stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, have either of you seen devs on mm-hmm. FX? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Also really relates more of like a serious version of upload. Um, I feel like most of the TV I watch, I watch like a lot of anime and like the two sides of the spectrum I'll watch like a lot of anime and then like um what's it called like period dramas and oh. like, really, like romantic <laughs> stuff or like horror stuff but yeah so did you identify as a witch at 11 when you were making these email email lists I don't think I like openly identified as a witch back then, but I definitely was witchy. Like my first screen name ever was Cobra Girl 11. Like <laughs> I was just like, I love snakes. And like, I was really into, you know, I was, I'm a Scorpio. Like I was just I a scorpionic. Like like <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was just a very like scorpionic, weird little, little kid and was obsessed with the horror and like always online, like reading those like, you know, creepy pasta, like mm-hmm. it's like the creepy <laughs> internet stories and like really obsessed with like, with that whole world, like Slender Man and all, every dark fucking fucked up internet thing. I was like, I am so Scorpio I'm the same way I used to fall asleep to like the darkest stuff it's crazy I I can't do it now but but I love seeking out that stuff like I want to see a ghost I want to experience a haunting like maybe not in my house but at a house I visit yeah you're like then I can leave and it's not gonna follow me yeah like being an aunt and not a mom yeah that's the way for me it's so funny like I, when I was like 12 or 13, like I never could have imagined that my career 
and the conversations I get to have, you know, like my casual meetings, I'm just like, okay, I have three zoom calls today. The first one's going to be with these like, you know, demon hunters. Then my second call is going to be with this like animal communicator who has had a really hard day with like a sad dog talking to her about, you know, not being happy for whatever it is. And then my third call is just like, I don't know, maybe it's this. I'm just like, I'm like, how is my whole day? Just like complete fucking magic. Cause you created and that. Yeah. Exactly. It? It's totally wild. It's, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I mean, what, for listeners, like what do you attribute getting to where you are? Yeah. To? So, okay. So I am a brand coach, um, digital marketing strategist for witches. And I started identifying as a witch when I was about 17 years old, 17, 18 years old. My, oh, this, okay, this is totally fucking crazy story. Like my, my college philosophy professor and she was my dance teacher. Like just, she was one of the first people to like really see me. She was like, Katolia, like, I have a feeling. And I, I was like, basically, she's a Akati worshiper, you know, lifetime. So she's like been in the fucking magic world 35 years, like worshiping this goddess. She looked at me and was like, Akati wants you to work with her. And she wants you to like join her and join us in, in, in worship and reverence of her. You are such an Akati priestess taught me all about her, like introduced me to her. And it was kind of at that moment, I was just like, I felt it so immediately. And I was embraced so, so immediately. Mm -hmm. I started doing lots of rituals to Akati, leaving her lots of gifts and offerings. It is really like giving and and, and laying a foundation for for worship of, of Akati. And that was like, that was a long time ago. That was like, thir- I've been worshiping Akati for 13 years now. So that was kind of my introduction into the magical world. Mm. And the interesting- How did you react to that when your teacher said that? Oh, I loved it. I love my, <laughs> I love my teacher. She's still like, she's my mentor. Like I love her so much still. And here's the weird thing. Like this, okay, I'm, go- I'm going to go like a little deep with this. Like I moved to New Mexico when I was 25 years old to go like train to be a professional belly dancer. And I did that. (laughs) I did that for a little while. And then I ended up where are you from? I'm from Vermont, but I have moved all over the place. I didn't love the belly dancing anymore. And I I quit and I started doing burlesque, whatever, whatever. While I was in New Mexico, this is when I started. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This is when I started the digital witch. And like, I quit my fucking job, started the digital witch. And while I was like creating this company, like I was also in a fucking awful abusive relationship with this like Mm -hmm. Capricorn demon who we did magic together. We did a lot of stuff and he was, he was also a witch and like my, it was my dance teacher. Okay. Okay. This relationship went on for a long time and it wasn't until I put out this altar for Akati and I wrote it down. I was like, I'm tired of living like this. I need, I want mm. to know what the truth is. And this is a, a, about a year and a half into this. Like 
the week after I asked her, he left on a vacation, like very randomly. The next week, broke up. The next week after that, I was in Colorado. And then the I, the next full moon, I was all the way across the country living with my best friend in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Like I literally just wow. had to ask Akati to make this like happen, happen. for me. And, me and, and she did. She got me out. Mm. And then soon after that, I had my first real like visceral experience of magic with her where I could feel her presence in the room. Like I had to go deep into the depths of my own like underworld, like into my own suffering mm. and and like into that authenticity, like the painful authenticity. And then she mm. was like, I see you. I'm here. Like I am, you know, real. I could really, really viscerally feel Akati with me. My dance teacher also introduced Akati kind of to my roommate who I'm now living with. Hmm. So we went to the same college. She like introduced her more deeply into, into Akati magic. And then we're, we're just like living together. I'm wow. brought together by Akati. Like this was wow. the whole thing. And now we're teaching, we have like an Akati coven. We're teaching, we live on a fucking crossroads. Like she is the goddess of the three oh my gosh, We live on a crossroad. Well. Yeah. I wanted to ask, what does, uh, it's so hard for me not to say Tecate, um, <laughs> the beer. Oh. A, a what is it? Tecate. With Tecate. Literally. I love Tecate. I love okay. Her. What does Tecate represent? What does she stand for? She is the goddess of the people. Like in, in, in Greece, like in history. She would be a goddess who, um, say, like people would leave food offerings outside of their door for her, and then like homeless people would get to eat the offerings. She is the goddess mm-hmm. of witchcraft. She is the goddess of darkness, of the night, of the oppressed, like of mm. women, trans people, like sex workers. Like she is the goddess of mm. the people. She is the goddess of alchemy, potion making, like poison plants like the the underworld oh, like the, she under, a Scorpio? the full underworld she's very scorpionic she has right? like <laughs> she's super scorpionic of the of the underworld like you visit her to like re- meet your with your ancestors to mm. do like big big magic like mm. but she asks like a rat like being an akati devotee like isn't an easy like life like Mm -hmm. like being a priestess of her she asks so much of you like you really have to be in full alignment with truth and not like any sort of like candy coated fake you know you have to step into radical authenticity and when that means like ending a relationship with a fucking partner that is not aligned like you just do it at this Mm -hmm. point like if if I do if I meet someone or engage in relation with someone and like Akati says no I don't I don't do it like she is like you know it's it's like a very clear path <laughs> because it's, it sounds like brutal honesty so it's like clear and and yeah. honest. like you don't have time for this <laughs> oh yes which um how do you experience her messages do you hear it see it through tarot um, okay meditation I have gotten readings from like Marcella Kroll who 
also been like, okay, Katsi has messages for you coming through like very clearly. I will have people who don't even really know like that I worship her be like, okay, Anakati is coming, like coming through here for you. I'm like, I don't know if you work with her, but she has definitely has something to say. I'm like, okay, of course. Like, wow. of course she does. Um, yeah. So it's everywhere. Like the, the, some of the signs that Akati might be around are wanting to reach out to you is like barking dog. Like she's the goddess of dogs. Like she loves, oh, like she, oh, in, in, in myth and in, in like literature, they will describe her as like, you can tell she's approaching because her hounds are howling before her. So there's just like packs of hounds just like howling and barking. And you're like, she's here. Are you a dog <laughs> person? Oh yeah. My dog. Yeah. My dog. Is you have a dog? Like, oh, I love sleeping. it. Of she's course. sleeping over there. On my, on my what? Oh. Yeah. So I'm just living in this house with like another Akati Aphrodite devotee. Me and her, we're so similar. We have two dogs, packs of fucking coyotes everywhere. It is so spooky. In the middle of the night, you'll just hear like the yipping, screeching howls, yeah. <laughs> like so intense. Yeah, it's really, really magical. And and I feel like this path into like magic and this life I've created, Akati has helped me create it because I think mm-hmm. on the other side of doing the the hard things, like that you have to do is gifts and rewards Mm. and magic powers like I don't at this point I feel pretty confident that like anything I ask for I get it I'm just very um careful about my asks right Mm -hmm. because like you don't always get what you want but you always get what you ask for so Mm. I'm very careful about my asks now because sometimes I like look at the things I've asked for and I'm like that's not what I meant that's not what mm. I meant that I wanted I wanted this other thing but I said this <laughs> is something specific coming to mind when you say that yeah like in relation to men you know like I mm. I, I had asked for a, a man who is into magic and then this person shows up and he's like I'm a like a thelemite I fucking love Aleister Crowley and all these things about him I thought were really interesting, like being like a fucking demon worship. Like he literally was just like worshiping demons and stuff. Like, you know, I asked for that, but that's not what I meant. So yeah. now I'm like more clear about what I, what I want. Like, I want like, you know, yeah. Mm. A different type of magic. Yeah. Like fucking dark, <laughs> like devil card. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As always for- in magic, be specific. Right. Yes. Oh yeah. Right. For listeners, maybe wanting to work with Hecate. What's like a, I said it right, right? Pretty much. A, a kati. Okay. A kati. <laughs> yeah. A kati. Yeah. What, um, what's a good place to start? I would start, honestly. So me and my roommate do monthly uh, a kati rituals. We lead you between my roommate and I, we have 21 years of experience, like working in, in devotion to this goddess. Like, we lead people into the underworld to meet her, um, to do all these things. If you want to do, to work on your own, a good place to start is to honestly like meditate and like leave her offerings, like leave offerings at a crossroad, eggs, wine, meat, like, um, olive oil, like really like, you know, Mm. avocados, things that are, have lots of like substance to them. Those are things that 
I would leave at the crossroad and then kind of wait for signs to see if she wants to work with you. Cause on the other side of this, like I've had people be like, yo, she's not coming to me. She's not coming to me. It's She's just not, not happening. Me. She's not feeling me. So in our first Akati Coven session in November, we led people to the underworld to meet her and to like kind of ask, like, do you see me as someone that could work with you or not? Mm. Um, and some people left feeling like, no, she didn't at all. Like there's no mm. connection at all. And then others were like, the fucking very next day, I have a black dog wandering in my front yard, just like out of nowhere. Oh People were having, dreaming about me and my roommate, dreaming about Akati, like going straight to the underworld in their dreams after that, like being visited by their ancestors. Like it's very potent, potent mm. magic. Can you describe yeah. the underworld a little bit and not your email list, but the, <laughs> the underworld as you see it now? <laughs> that yeah. was literally my question. Oh my yeah. gosh, mm-hmm. we're connected, you guys. Yeah. So it's very like, when, when I envision the under the underworld, it's like, there's two different parts of it. Like, a, it, it can be like a big open, like, I imagine it always as, as night. It's nighttime mm-hmm. and there's like pomegranate trees and like a great hall where Akati is and like, you know, Severus, like the, the the hound beast and all of your ancestors and just the spirits mm-hmm. of the dead and spirits of the night um, all in the underworld. But it, it can appear different to, mm. you know, to different people, um, but definitely like the land of, of night. Ooh, Isn't that's scary. Beautiful. Do you feel scared ever? I don't feel scared, but in the meditations we've led people into, there has been people have been people that are like, that was really scary for me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, we lead them into the underworld, which is like, also like your subconscious is kind of like Mm -hmm. the underworld as well. Mm -hmm. And a lot of stuff comes up for people will like lead you to a riverbed and um, have you like find different artifacts. Like in our last one, we had people reach into a river and they pulled out a shell and the shell contained different like messages and things for them. They then took the shell home with them back to like, you know, back into their astral home as like a, a shield that they can then use to protect themselves. Um, yeah. Yeah. But if you, if you look up like the Akati underworld, Greek underworld, it definitely seems a little like scary. <laughs> well, I'm just seeing such an overlap of your like your life as seen from above, because you said you moved all around and I'm seeing like a network and digital and how like, you know, we're signals moving around to different places right now. Mm-hmm. And then it made me wonder, <laughs> and like exploring the underworld and exploring the internet, which is the wild west. Like, have you found that being a digital witch made it easier to move around so much your physical location because you're so digital focused? <laughs> I, I'm not sure if it's made it easier, but it's definitely, I mean, yeah, it's, I have a Sagittarius rising and I feel like this, this, and an aqua moon, I feel like my aqua moon Sag rising has always put me like a little bit ahead. Like I'm always like looking, you know, into the future. (laughs) So it has been quite easy for me to move around and, um, do things. Yeah. I, I was born in California in Southern California. 
moved to New England when I was like 10, went to college in Vermont, stayed there. Yeah, then moved to New Mexico, moved to Minneapolis, moved back to Vermont. And now I'm in upstate New York for, I don't really know, you know, I, I, I have, I have a lot. It was so funny. I was like trying to envision next year and like where I want to go and where I want to be. It's always very energetic. Like something pulls me and I'm like, I have mm-hmm. to go there. I have mm-hmm. to go. And I was like, fuck, there's nothing. I was like trying to think about moving back to Rattleboro, Vermont, where I'm from and like my, my spirit home. And I was like, I'm not getting like the heart tingle to go back. And then I was just like, okay, what about if I just stay? And then I got the feeling and I was like, oh, that is it. I'm going to just like not, you know, worry about it right now. And I'm I'm not trying to like flee right now. Like I'm not trying to escape anything. I, I'm really mm-hmm. like allowing myself to fully immerse in this land and in this mm. world and in like the magic I make with my my housemate and um mm. the fucking pandemic and I'm a witch <laughs> and she's a witch and we both run our own businesses and it's a really just like super good you know, good vibe very like Scorpio Sagittarius like dog girl dog <laughs> girls <laughs> Scorp Sag Dog Girl 87. Yeah. Now that's a screen name. I was just listening to that song, like, what is it called? Like, it's from Baby or whatever, like Throat, like Throat, Throat Baby. Oh, yeah. This is a song that just came out called Throat Baby. It's super sexy, like, dirty, dirty as fuck. And I was just like, you know what? That, like, so would have been some screen name of mine. Throat Baby. Throat Baby. Baby with two eyes, though. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, so you said aqua moon. I actually don't know what that means or is. What is an aqua moon? Aquarius? Yeah, Aquarius. Moon. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I've never heard that. I like, like that. it. I like it short. <laughs> yeah. 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 My Aquarius moon is like loud as fuck on my Instagram. Like, and my brand is very like Aquarian. Mm, how I so? See. Like, Me? Yeah, just kind of like dreamy, purpley, like very, um, yeah, like it just has this like aqua vibe because it's funny because like I I fucking don't like wear much besides black. Like I'm always in black. I'm very like gothy, but then it's it's like just little goth girl around surrounded by like everything that is pink, pink. and cool and well, sparkly, glittery, goth. Yeah. 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 They call that. Yeah. That is so me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I love that vibe too. Captolia has been teaching us how to better help her clients. And we are so excited to offer you better help with your mental health through BetterHelp, the original online counseling service. Mental health is so, so important. You know that we talk about it so much on the show. Um, And if you've been wanting to get into therapy but don't know where to start, BetterHelp is the place to go. They are so good at virtual therapy. They started before COVID even happened, so they know what they're doing. They, They have licensed professional therapists that are ready to talk to you whenever and wherever you are. I will never stop saying that in this ad. (laughs) Because it's true. So if you want 10% off your first month with BetterHelp, then go to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches or enter the code basicwitches at checkout. That's betterhelp.com slash basicwitches for 10% off your first month. 
All right, now back to biz. I was wondering how you experience time, like, especially currently as a witch and as, you know, an internet witch. <laughs> okay, it's such a, so funny that you asked that. Um, my, my siblings, like, don't remember much about childhood. And maybe it's a result of, like, having, we had a very traumatic childhood so some of them don't really remember anything at all, but I feel like I can literally like, I feel like I have like a zip line through time and I can like, like astral travel into the past and like be in a memory and like walk through it and see it mm. and like experience it. And so I experienced time in this really strange way where I literally, literally have a memory of being baptized as a baby. Like, <gasps> and my grandma was just like, how would you ever know? Like, I remember everything about the church and like the people there's like, I was baptized at a Unitarian church and like, there's like a circle of people holding hands and singing around me. And I asked my nanny, I was just like, is this like what it was like when I was baptized? And like, and she's just so freaked out by me, <laughs> you know, like wow. all these things. I have like insane memories and I, I really, um, I feel like I can really like astral time travel. I had this completely wild healing experience. Like I was in, so I did a healing session with uh, a Reiki kind of session with Laura Ellis and she, Laura Ellis was like, you know, I see you holding this like trauma this ball of trauma like it doesn't belong to you she's like it looks like a giant red ball of wet yarn and it's like heavy mm. as fuck on you and you need to like work on uh, on untangling it so mm. I did this sound bath with this person from LA I totally forget her name but Brooke Albrico I was in this sound bath and I started like imagining this ball of yarn being untangled you know I handed it back to my mom who handed it to my grandmother to my great-grandmother and so on and it kind of just unraveled through whoa. time and I was just like okay whoa it just like disappeared and then a little bit later in the sound bath like the gong sections started and I was like boom flash of memory into the my, the moment of my birth like i like witnessed myself being born and peep and then i witnessed all these other memories of like my mom holding my hand and like walking me as like a little toddler and like all like all these really strange moments to then my mom being born to my grandmother being born and my great grandmother being born and like witnessed it all and it was like i have such maternal you know intense trauma like my mom is incarcerated like my mm -hmm. grandmother is in a fucking old folks home which is basically an institution as well and there's just so much trauma there but like releasing this like yarn this like astral ball of trauma yarn and then to like witness the, my own birth and like all of these things really like unlocked this and this was this year like in 2020 oh, that no! happened in like Whoa. april 2020 yeah. So what, did, what did you do with that knowledge? How did that affect things going forward for you? Um, I still was really like struggling with the anxiety and shit around my mom after that. But I told her about it. Like I, 
I told her about it. She thought it was interesting. Um, and I've just started like doing more healing work in like the dream world and in the astral realm. Like my therapist is Psyche's dream witch, Naomi Brodner. And I told her that I had a, a nightmare. I had this, this is like a couple weeks ago. I had a nightmare where I was at the, I was at the park with my dog and there's another girl at the park with her dog. And then we see this huge bird fly up ahead. And I was like, oh, I better grab Pappy, my dog. I was like, I better grab her. I don't want the bird to get her. And then this girl grabbed her dog as well. And then this bird thing dropped down from the sky and was like a fucking flying monkey out of like Wizard of Oz. <gasps> you know, like those scary yeah, like evil flying monkeys and like grabbed mm-hmm. the, the girl, picked her up and just flew off with her. Oh my And God. then this monkey... I ran home and then the monkey dropped the girl on my, on my lawn. What her the? face had been like torn off and like, it really <gasps> just like crying for help and all these things. I'm like, Oh, trigger warning. But like, she was like crying for help. And in my dream, they're like, you have to go help her. And like, there's just some sort of like block, right. I couldn't mm. get there. I couldn't like help her. Mm. And then Naomi was like, do you want to go back into the dream? And like, ask some questions and like figure it out so we go back into this dream and I I go to the lawn where this girl was crying and I approach her and she looks at me and it was my mom and like I was just like I have she had never even seen me cry before and in therapy like and I just completely lost it and I was just like oh my god it was like my mom being like, I didn't like where this monkey just took me. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. And like, it was very like, mm-hmm. it was still like, she was still like in my subconscious, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I've been doing so much deep work, like in the spirit realm, in the dream realm. And then as soon as that happened, like, I mean, I called my mom and I was just like, oh, like I avoid you. I avoid talking to you. I'm, but I do like, love you. I just mm-hmm. like, if I told you I love you, you know, if I, if I admit it, whatever, like then it makes it really real. And I have to face like the sadness of, of the reality of this situation. But I feel like mm-hmm. that's again, is like deep Akati, Akati work and like, not just always having this like huge boundary that's like protected mm-hmm. me for a long mm-hmm. time. This year is really like, I'm feeling such intense softening and sensitivity mm-hmm like extreme sensitivity which is also just extreme like magic psychic energy like extreme psychic energy I mm-hmm. like to I took a bath the other day after the dream thing happened with it with my therapist took a bath had wild like I realization or something I was just like oh my god like when my mom is gone and when my grandma is gone like the impermanence really hit me. I was like, it's, oh, it's forever. It's eternity, whatever. And then like that night, that very night, I get a call that my grandmother has COVID at the old folks home. And like, mm-hmm. she, she's lived, which is mar- totally miraculous. She's like 80 years old. Mm-hmm. I can't believe she survived it, but she did, you know, but it's like, I just could feel her and I, I can, I feel very like, very attached and Mm. and connected to my maternal figures 
like in the spirit world, I can like sense their feelings and um, I'm just very connected to the women on my mom's, like in my, mm-hmm. her lineage. It's so mm-hmm. wild. Did a part of the dream, like where, where she was before you realized it was her and she was crying for help. Do you feel like that is a reflection of like the truth of the, of in the real world that she needed help? Like something took her and hurt her and mm. dropped her? Yeah. I mean, to me, it was just very reflective of like, like, yeah, she's incarcerated, you know, she's in almost indefinitely incarcerated. Like she doesn't have a date of when this is going to be over. Like mm. she is a, 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 she's owned by the state of like the United States. Like, <sighs> you know, she doesn't have freedom. And my mom is mentally ill. Like she's in a psychiatric prison. It's like, she is very tortured in, mm-hmm. in this way, in her own, mm-hmm. in her own mind and all these things. And like, it's, it's a lot, but I, I can, and I can feel her and I can really like sense that. And I think, um, having that dream just kind of reminded me of the, I do have such deep empathy mm. for her and like mm-hmm. feel for her. And I, and any, any time I've like ignored her, tried to like push it away. It is not that I don't care. It's like mm. that I care a lot, Hard. I care a yeah. lot about her. So I had mm-hmm. to like explain that to her after that dream. I was like, yeah. I, I, I love you so, mm. so much. Um, that I, I just, I have to like have a boundary sometimes I can't yeah. exist in that world that is like your world yeah like that is your pain and again with that mm-hmm. like healing session of like that ball of trauma being handed away like mm-hmm. I I really it's been a huge piece of my life's journey to like that suffering is not is not my future it's not my my life and it's not like my story that is going to continue it was my, my childhood, my upbringing. It's my mom's life. It's my grandma's mm-hmm. life. It's my great grandma's life as well. So much suffering, so much abuse from mm-hmm. men, like so much abuse from men. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, that is not my fate. And that is not mm-hmm. my destiny. And like, whatever spiritual work or, or in the real world work that I have to do, um, I have like really utilized magic to create a world that is this sparkly purple beautiful like filled with friendship and Mm -hmm. love and tenderness softness like I don't have any room in my life for for harshness or Mm. or abuse or or any of it like I just as you shouldn't as as (laughs) all of us shouldn't so that's what I feel like with my with a lot of the clients that I work with it's like on the surface level it's about their brand identity. It's about growing their businesses, growing their followings. But the big thing that they want actually mm-hmm. is a more magical, beautiful, safer, more abundant life where they can be authentic and they can be mm-hmm. fulfilled and be happy. And like the brand is only one little piece of it. Like, and at the end of the day, the brand is just an, an extension of the, the thing that they want to create. Mm-hmm. My, my motto and and work and my like yeah radical authenticity is mm-hmm. your birthright it is our is a, it's your right it's your birthright to live authentically and and create creatively instagram does not support 
radical (laughs) self-love, at least the way I was doing it. They did not, it was too radical for them. Yeah. I'm I'm like shadow banned. I, you know, I have 9,000 something, whatever followers, but my Instagram stories like never see more than 200 viewers. You you are. Why do you think you're no idea? I have no idea. I have no Mm. idea at all. It's kind of wild, but at the same time, I say, I always tell people, like, I have people come to me for coaching sessions around social media and they're like, what kind of content can I create to like break through the algorithm or like, Mm. and I'm just like, fuck the algorithm. It doesn't matter when you are living and, and existing on social media in a way that is like magical, powerful, potent, and in full alignment with like your Mm -hmm. highest self, the algorithm doesn't fucking matter. Like my, like. One of my clients, Tiffany True Love, just had like her first 10K launch after working with me. And, you know, she has less, like, I feel like she has like, I don't know, 3,000 followers or something. Like, it doesn't really matter that much. Like, Mm. the follow, like your follower count, all of these things, like, you can create abundance, you can create a community on social media, you can have fucking magical profitable as fuck launches and really like move yourself into like rich witch energy and like into wealth without all of the extra shit and without even worrying about the algorithm well I won't like of course the algorithm like does affect like sex workers and mm-hmm. black sex workers and like black activists and 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 people of color and, and marginalized voices so I'm not going to say that the algorithm doesn't affect you know people at all but when your message is strong and aligned and clear and magically charged and like archetypally aligned, it really shines through and breaks through the algorithm and, and will draw in like magnet, like magnetize the right people who, who are meant to be in your sphere. Mm. So I, I never like, wor- I don't worry about the algorithm. I don't think about anything like that when I, when I'm creating content or when I'm helping people with their, um, brand and social media strategy Mm -hmm. so when someone's working with you how does that what does that process look like yeah so I work with people in a couple different ways like I have a select amount of like one-off sessions where it's just like a single people do single they can do a follow-up they can do as many as they want and then I have a handful of ongoing clients who work with me for six months at a time and then I do courses and like my signature course at this point is witch and famous it's a brand visibility school for witches I take everything I learned from I have two two degrees of my bachelor's and my master's in internet marketing and branding from my years of experience working at marketing agencies um and I've now been doing this freelance for four years so I took like everything I fucking know and poured my heart into <laughs> witch and famous which has been an such an incredible incredible like school for witches essentially um okay yeah yeah and how this typically works is in the first session you know people really want to rush into like how do I grow my following but there's Mm -hmm. so much so much you have to like understand about yourself first I always want to know like who are you who are you for like Mm. what's your what's your message actually like you know, maybe you sell, you're like, I'm an astrologer and I like 
give readings or whatever. I'm like, okay, but what are you actually here to say? Cause like, mm. it's just like with tarot readers, like a lot of times tarot people will come to me and their feeds are just filled with tarot cards. And I'm like, no one really cares about the cards. Mm-hmm. People go to tarot readers when they're like having relationship problems, like potentially, or it's like, they want to know what their, where their life path is going to bring them. They want to know if their man is cheating on them. They want to know all these things. What is the actual problem and the actual thing your, your client cares about? Then you, we switch your entire social media strategy to be around the things your, your people actually want to know mm. about, right? Like they don't, people don't really care too much about like the ace of pentacles, they, but they mm-hmm. do care about like money, like abundance like creating security for themselves and their family potentially like maybe no one in their family has ever had money before and Mm. and it's they're they're recreating like you know healing some ancestral generational trauma with money that's the shit that you really want to talk about you don't yeah Mm -hmm. I love that you're, (laughs) you're reframing their question from like how can I get this is to like why am I doing this why are you mm-hmm. doing this? Who are you doing this for? Why are mm-hmm. you here? You have to be able to answer all these questions before your social media will like really take off. Mm-hmm. And then it's like people get this like crystal clarity. They're like, oh my God. Like one of the words that always comes up is like remembering. People are always like, oh my God, all these things about myself. You are helping me remember them. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I'm remembering this about me, which is so funny because it's go- going back to that like how I experience time, time. And, and like yeah I, I it's like I help people go well, I can I can see people in this other way like I have clients that come to me and it's like I can see their biggest version of themselves like oh, I can same. see themselves see so potential. big yeah. I see like your best potential and it's caused a lot of disappointment and grief in my life totally. when people haven't lived up to it I'm sure you can relate totally. but I always see the best possibility and things and people yeah yeah and from from like their branding to their social media to their message to just all of it every piece of them it's like I can see the big picture and then I like grab it and take it into the material world with like digestible steps of how to now bring this to life and and Mm -hmm. completely alchemize and transform into that big picture vision that that we Mm -hmm. um we see together yeah. Why are you here, Capitolia? Yeah. Little question for you. <laughs> yeah. Little, just a little um, question. <laughs> I am here to, like, I'm here to give people permission to be radically authentic. Like, I am here mm-hmm. to give people safe containers for massive transformation um, Mm. and, and to empower people. Like I want, I want every person who steps into my world to grow. Like I'm not, um, like a ruler archetype that wants to be like on the throne, looking down at my subjects. Like I feel like there is a power source that anyone can tap into and like, you just don't know it yet. So they come into my world and I'm like, here it is like grab into it. Let's grow. Let's transform. (laughs) Let's thrive. Like I had one of my clients reach out to me the other day. She and I started working together last year. She had like 300 followers on Instagram. I was just looking at like our video actually of our first session. And I was like, so who are you for? What are you here to do? And she's like, 
I don't know. I'm a sassy psychic and like, I don't, I don't really know who I'm for or like anything. We worked on like figuring this shit out. She took Witch and Famous. We've done one-on-ones together. She went from 300 followers on Insta with not really a clue what the fuck she was doing. She, she niched down, like remember just like, Oh, I love psychic work because I like, I can show people like what makes them magnetic. And she's like, a, she, mm. she's a glamour fucking magician, mm. psychic, witch. it's all about glam. And like, she grew from this 300 followers to, she has between Instagram and TikTok 24,000 followers now since September, from September wow. to here, she has a thriving fucking business. Like she, all her shit is exploding. And it's like, mm. it's, it, because all she had to do was realign with her magic. Like mm. I just, I just mm-hmm. like showed her herself. Remember like, she is. Here. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, this is why, you know, you were doing this. She was like, like a, a former stripper. And I was like, well, who do you want to serve? And it's like, I want to serve. It went from just like women to like, she wants to serve sex workers and queer mm. people. And like, you know, dark fatty witches, like that, you know, that remembering and giving yourself permission to be who you are and be Mm -hmm. here for who you're here for is so magical, powerful and potent. And like, yeah, I'm here to help people unlock that level of like miracle, honestly, Mm. because I don't think like, I know she could have done that on her own. Like every person Mm -hmm. can do whatever on their own. It helps to be seen. it, It helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to ha- make it happen faster. I'm going to like unlock this for you. That's all you, it's, mm-hmm. it really is just like an unlocking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think I we're that. on s- similar missions to empower people to be yeah. true to themselves and like, remember that it's okay to be however and whoever they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love empowering people. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so, so exciting. It's, mm-hmm. it's so nice. It is such healing work and it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I used to get like I was kind of self-conscious in, in the beginning in, in which world around like, you know, like I am a practicing witch outside of this magic. And it, for a while I was like, oh, I'm not like a healer enough or something. Like I'm not like, mm. you know, I'm not out here doing like whatever, whatever the thing is. But I was like, mm. this is fucking healing work. Like helping my clients make money with their magic is healing their hearts. Mm-hmm. It's healing their spirits. It's like creating comfort. It's creating security. It's also showing them that they can do fucking really magical, really, mm-hmm. really incredible magical things. And I was just like, this healing work is real. And what I, the work that I'm doing is magic and it is real, real healing work. And Absolutely. I feel really like affirmed. And I was like, my, you know, the, a lot of my work is digital it's like digital Mm -hmm. alchemy like so much of this I'm just like I can like feel it and like play with it and just like the whole it's an energetic that I I do you ever get burnout internet burnout oh yeah okay I mean that's like why (laughs) I I just like brought my alarm I bought this alarm clock so I was like I can't like have this over like taking my you know my space and Mm -hmm. like um yeah, there's total digital burnout, um, mm-hmm. especially since COVID where I'm not like got fucking going anywhere. I'm just like, what else am I going to do but work? Like, yep. <laughs> just like sit around, you know, the house. I live in the middle of the woods. So it's like, I don't know. I can I go outside, <laughs> but wish. it's winter now, you know? So it's just <laughs> yeah. like, um, yeah. So I'm trying to do, you know, I like set a goal to read a book a month in. Nice. Um, what, what's your book month? 
oh my god it's literally a book about healing a healing um like complex ptsd mm. yeah it's it's an amazing book awesome. I, i'm like oh it's literally right here behind me love it <laughs> yeah. i'm like oh complex, complex PTSD. ptsd surviving to thriving nice <laughs> love it yeah. oh i love self-help books they're the oh, best yeah. and mm-hmm. this is the thing too right like people come to me for like brands and social media help but then they're like <gasps> They have so much trauma from like a <laughs> whole lifetime of being told that they can't be themselves. Mm-hmm. Like a whole mm-hmm. lifetime of like conditioning from your parents, from your fucking abusive partners, from whoever it is, society being like, you can't, you're, it's not safe for you to be you. It's not safe for mm-hmm. you to even like try also to believe that you can do something other, like something exciting, something scary, like something new like lots of like heavy, heavy shit to unravel with people. Well, and creating a business is very vulnerable. It's like your your creativity is your your inner child, your inner thoughts. I just watched a documentary about creativity. It was really interesting on Netflix. Mm. Creating a brand is very vulnerable because you're saying, this is what I want to make money from. And I believe that I am worthy of making yes. money, but yes. it's hard to actually believe that. So it doesn't surprise really? me that like, yeah, you're a brand witch, but you do so much more than that. Yeah. Yeah. My, my secondary archetype, like I'm a primary, I use Jungian archetypes and all like my brand work. I'm a primary magician archetype, like here to help people transform, blah, blah, blah. Mm. My secondary archetype is the nurturer. Like I am mm-hmm. so, nur- I'm such a nurturer. I really want to create these safe containers for people to, to quantum leap into the next level. And it's funny, like with Witch and Famous, my last segment of it is a super intensive, like 10 weeks of of trainings and like at the end of it people were like whoa that was crazy like I think every fucking witch should take this course like any witch business owner should take this my only like feedback I got that like people would have wanted other things is like people like I didn't know to expect this either really but there was like a a really intense emotional aspect to it like around the visibility Mm -hmm. work it's a visibility Mm -hmm. school so it's like I, you know, I had, didn't anticipate people like feeling lots of childhood triggers and lots of like worthiness stuff. So this new round Mm. of witch and famous that I'm doing in the springtime upcoming, I am pairing every lesson with like a deep, like affirmation, like Mm -hmm. really like taking on, like, if, if you're starting to feel like this insecure, here's how we can work through this. Here's like affirmations. Here's spirit work to do. So I'm pairing the intense like marketing brand visibility work with gentle, like rose quartz loving affirmation that like you can do this and this is, you're okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. You know? Well, so I feel like that was really, really, really special. And when you mentioned before, like whether a lot of people that come to you have had trauma or trauma around being seen or being authentic, um, and feeling okay with that. Like, I think besides parents and society, like you said, capitalism is the main driver of that in all of us, because that is the patriarchy (laughs) and that is connected to religion and dogma and like everything that tells you that you're not good enough. So absolutely, like, how do you approach 
sending your ducklings out into capitalism, which is the <laughs> thing that crushed them before they got to you. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? Like we, we are all, we're all forced to exist within capitalism. We all have suffered. We've all suffered within capitalism. Like I have never really met anyone who has <laughs> suffered. I mean, I, I guess I just don't know people that are like super wealthy. I don't know. Um, we all have suffered under capitalism and I try to help people just ease the burden of capitalism by doing it their own way. And mm -hmm. like, I, I wish that we could all just have our, our community roles. And yeah. I wish that we could just exist within and with our magic without having to like turn it into how, like, I have to pay my rent. I have to do, to do this with mm -hmm. this, but I really, I really want the people I work with to feel more empowered and like safer in the world by creating a life and a business that fully supports them and that mm -hmm. they can feel safe in and that they don't have to struggle so hard. You don't have to fucking hustle so hard and like create yeah. a foundation of abundance for yourself and to, to have some mm -hmm. of these like mo big money breakthroughs for things that you maybe never, ever thought were possible. Like I've had people be like, I never, ever, ever thought I would see like 15K in the bank. And like, here it is oh, in one weekend after a launch, like it's just here. And like, now I have it and I can hold on to this. And like, I can, once you have like a bit of money, like just a little bit, even once you have that safety mm -hmm. net, you get to make more empowered choices in mm -hmm. your life around what kind of work you mm -hmm. accept, what work you do. And, and you're not you, making you choices out of fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Creating that like net of safety is just so, so important. And I really, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm here to help people do the same thing. Cause I'm like, I fucking grew up in absolute shit trailer trash, like terrible, mm -hmm. terrible, like upbringing. And I, it's, it's, I still have to go through this with myself continuously where I, like when I launched Witch and Famous last year, it was my biggest launch ever. I was like, whoa, I suddenly have like fucking 30 grand right now. And I was like, this is insane. I was so upset. Like, like something, mm -hmm. I wasn't even happy. Like I, I went on Insta and I cried like on my Instagram stories. I was just like, I don't even know what to do. I've never experienced wow. this. I don't even know what to do with this because when you're from poverty and when you like struggle mm -hmm. with money, like having the nice thing, your brain is like, it's going to go away. Like mm -hmm. it's going to disappear. And mm -hmm. I, I, I've really worked to like have a relationship with money and with myself where I'm like, this isn't going to go away. There's always more mm -hmm. where that, where this comes from. There's more where this came from. And also I don't need to like uh, subconsciously like self-sabotage by like mm -hmm. fucking spending mm -hmm. it all. And like, cause my first reaction was like, Oh, I'm going to pay off all my debts. And I talked to this like financial planner who's Isis. She's amazing. Oh my god! She was just oh like, That's awesome. she was like, why, why do you want to give your money? Like I paid my rent in advance. Like I was like, oh, I'm going to pay my rent a few months in advance. And she was like, why do you, why, why was your first reaction? Like you're going to go pay off all your debts and like, you're going to pay off rent in advance. You're going to give your money away as soon as you get it. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I just, it was like more comfortable. And I was used to the energetic feeling of giving it away. I'm like, I'm going to conditioning. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go give this to my credit card company. I'm going to go give this to somewhere else. And she was like, why don't you just pay your bill on time now? Like 
every month you, you have, <laughs> she's like, just keep the money in the bank and pay your bills on time. And like, you don't have to just give it all away immediately. Just mm-hmm. now pay your rent on time every month, but still keep that for yourself. Cause it's yours. And I was like, Whoa, like, I don't even know. I guess I never really fucking thought about that. Wow. <laughs> so mm-hmm. was yeah. that your first big money breakthrough personally? Yeah. But- yeah. My first Last big year? money breakthrough mm-hmm, for sure. Like I've been, my business has been like working since I started, like it's been, I started this in 2017. It's like, you know, got me through, I've had like some really awesome breakthrough months. Like I've had like eight K months, a couple 10 K months here and there. But most of the time I was like, I'm just fucking getting by. Like I'm, I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Like not but I hadn't even really, I guess, I guess I didn't really fully like believe in it until this year. Like I didn't even post on Instagram for like mm. all 2019. It was like once a month I would show up and I was just kind of like not interested in, in being visible. And I just wanted to like, mm. I was also healing from an abusive relationship. So my whole business is in the aftermath or in deeply in a, an abusive relationship with someone who like thought this was the stupidest mm. idea ever. Wow. They just thought this was ridiculous and is not ever going to work for me. It took me a long time to heal from that. And then this year really was like such a fucking amazing, like breakthrough year for my brain and my heart. And I was like, I'm going to show up in this and I'm, I'm going to commit to my dream. Like I'm really going to commit. But I don't even know if I was mm-hmm. fully committed in the back of my mind. I was always like, this might fail. This might mm this might something, you know, something weird might happen. Like this is, I'm making it work somehow. It's like that imposter syndrome where I was Mm -hmm. like, this isn't like, Mm -hmm. this isn't really the thing. And then this year I was like, no, I'm committing to this dream. It is real. And like, I started like toying with courses, like started coaching two years ago. I was in LA visiting one of my clients, open eye crystals. And like, I was visiting and I was sat with this and I was like, okay, I'm going to start coaching and, um, lay off hands-on social media management, content creation, all these like SEO, all the things I was doing. And I'm going to start coaching. And I like started to just dip my toes in in, like taking on clients one-on-one and doing brand archetype work with people, which is my favorite thing to do. And I was like, Ooh, this feels fucking amazing. And then I started toying with like courses and like live classes. So I was like creating this, like foundation for a long time to do bigger launches. And then I just was like, okay, what if I stop offering my product, my, my classes for $50 and like do a $800 course, because I have that much knowledge. Like I fucking Mm. have the, I have the education, the experience, the magic, the intuition, all of it. So I just did it. And I was like, I'm going to let myself like do something kind of scary and do this big launch and it like blew my mind. It completely blew my mind. And then every single launch I've done since then has blown my mind. Like wow. I would, I just did, I, tonight, my course is like January 25th, whatever. My course cart is closing. It's a course called Launch Potion. And it's really, I'm teaching my entire system of like how I built up the energetic foundation on social media in my my brand identity everything that I did to lead up to huge launches and mm. at this point like many of my one-on-one clients are having the same level of breakthroughs they're like whoa again I never thought I could ever make 15k 
like in a weekend (laughs) and like you know it's possible it's it is possible like this is the work of the magician I'm 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 here to show people that like magic is real and there's a power (laughs) that you can tap into to Mm. really radically transform your life Mm. I love it well thank you so much for empowering people and for telling us your story I'm wondering do you have a divination that you like what is your divination yeah so I do lots of tarot I also just do like a lot of psychic like automatic writing Mm. type work um but here with me now I brought some cards awesome can we do a reading for the collective yeah let's do it okay so this deck that I have is called um the crow tarot I really love it super beautiful it's by MJ Colleen the crow tarot let's see what what message is wanting to come through for (sighs) the collective right now being snakes okay so interesting so I pulled the queen of pentacles that's my card the ten of (laughs) pentacles and the king of pentacles wow all work all yeah (laughs) yeah the queen and the king of pentacles it's really interesting the queen is sitting on her throne she has like looks like Mm. Um, pomegranates in the trees nearby her and surrounded by and you flowers. said pomegranate trees were in the underworld didn't yeah, you say that? yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah lots of pomegranate like persephone kind of uh, energy wow. there's a little rabbit at her foot and then the king of pentacles is like draped in this like fruit it looks like like a, a wreath of, of fruit and there's apples apples all around apples are also super sexy juicy we leave apples for I always leave apples for Akati for any god or goddess. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the 10, like, it's just like that thriving fucking like sunflowers. Like, this is these, all the, these cards I just pulled are so like, yeah, work, abundance, like the energy of empowerment, safety, like mm-hmm. ruling your kingdom, taking care of yourself, taking care of your community. At the end of the day, while like, you know, making money is really exciting for you yourself. When you make more money, when you have more resources, you can then contribute and and take care of others in your life and Mm -hmm. take care of others in your community. Like, and I don't mean this in that like billionaire philanthropy way. I mean this in like real radical care, anti-capitalist, like care for your people and for your, your world. Um, so I really see the king and queen of pentacles in my vision and my, my world. And in this reading, I was like, to step into our like divine sovereignty and, and into our, our kingdom, our queendom, our, emp- our empress energy to really take care of ourselves. We do take care of ourselves, take care of our inner children, take care of those around, around you. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you're safe. Like you're Beautiful. safe to be, to be here. And also like the queen and the king, they balance each other out within this reading. And we've been talking about 
capitalism, which is the masculine, and then what you're bringing to it, which is the femme. So that's really cool that you pulled both. I love it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Both. This is so um, incredible. So fun. I never know like what to expect when I'm, when I do these, I'm like, I don't know what's going to come up, but whatever <laughs> it is, it's going to be the most magical thing it can be. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's just do a basic blessing. Something we're each grateful for today Yay. in closing. <sighs> I'm grateful for my creativity and just creativity in general. It's a beautiful way to express yourself. I'm grateful for knowing I'm not alone and you're not alone and whatever you're going through, someone else is going through it too. I am grateful for vulnerability, vulnerability Mm. and this radical softness and softening. Mm, Like butter. Yeah. <laughs> Made yeah. me see melting butter. butter. <laughs> I might be hungry. Uh, <laughs> I think so. Is it lunchtime where you are?